today on Laura Lynn and Friends. The Integrity Commissioner's report is based completely on double hearsay, her own personal opinion, and her own personal views. That's it. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the beginning of the last days. My name is Laurel and Tyler Thompson. It's very good to be with you um, on this beautiful, is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday already. Wow. It's almost going to be Friday. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, love the weekends and the Sabbath. My son is actually forcing me to have a Sabbath now on Sundays. Um, he says that I work too much and I've got to like take a break and not be doing all that stuff. So anyways, he's really domineering and just so very, very annoying. But anyways, it's actually really good for me. So I've been following his advice, <laughs> trying to take, I, I mean, do you do that? Like every time you turn around, your phone is just going off. You got messages, you got WhatsApp, you got signal, right? Your proton mail, your Gmail is going off. And uh, it's just, it, it is a little bit of insanity. Oh, and let's not forget Telegram, okay? Because I'm getting my daily reports from Amir Sarfati, uh, you know, with the Middle East conflict and all of that. So I'm following everything that's going on moment by moment, see, see what's happening because uh, it does affect the whole world. You know, we, we are really closer to World War III than we've ever been in all of our lives, all of our living lives. Maybe some of you might be a bit older than me and you can say, well, I, yeah, no, probably not very many people were around when the Second World War stopped. You'd have to be really old now. You'd, <laughs> you'd be getting up there. But um, it's trying times and, and there's been a lot of stress that has come to everybody kind of thinking through uh, the ramifications of what goes on and it's somewhere very, very far away from all of us here in Canada. And many of you are tuning in from North America. We do hope and pray for peace and safety. Um, I love to read from my dad's Bible. Um, and uh, he has marked it up from stem to stern. I was kind of like flicking through some pages and <laughs> then the music started. Thanks, JT. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to read. But here, let me just go. I, I came to this page. So, um, hmm. I'll read from uh, the second epistle of Paul the Apostle to Timothy. So it's Timothy 1. And it says in verse 13, my dad has underlined this, Hold fast the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. My dad was such a man of wisdom. And um, I remember when I'd get in trouble, like he'd always go to the word. Uh, he'd let me know that, that I would have to bear the consequences of my decisions myself and that nobody bears the consequences of your own mistakes better than yourself. And he would say, uh, you know, if, if you make good and righteous decisions, you're going to have a good life. And if you make bad ones, you're going to have a bad life. Good decisions equal good circumstances, happiness, joy, peace when you follow what is right. But if you're going to run around and do things that are harmful and dangerous, um, that are criminal. If you're going to hurt people, guess what? It all comes back to you. And we call that uh, reaping what you have sown. And so hold fast the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, the love of God. I am so very grateful that I have that in my life right now. And you know what? I, I was really excited. So one of you sent me, there's this 
sort of revival going off in prisons. And I want to show you what's happening in the prisons of the world. Take a look at this video. As long as I'm breathing, I've got a reason to So I'll just describe for you on the, was, was that it? On the podcast, um, that uh, you couldn't see what was happening, but all of these guys, these men, they're just jumping. They're totally having church right in the, in the middle of the prison. What a, what a better place to find God than, you know, usually they do, they do find him there. <laughs> uh, so it's awesome. It's awesome to see. I remember I used to do prison ministry um, for a year or two. I would go to the women's prison and uh, share. It was always so fantastic. I just grew to really love those women. Um, there's, uh, I want, before we get, we're going to have a, a guest from Ontario today. Lots going on over there and sort of similar things to the British Columbia area. But till we get to that, um, I want to tell everyone in the Kitchener, Ontario area that there's a 15-minute city town hall sort of thing that's going on. And listen, we just did an interview that has not quite aired yet. Um, and these 15-minute cities, and there's something else, it's called C40 cities. Listen, there is quite an agenda for taking away your freedom, um, taking away your potentially right to have a car. Do you know that the Agenda 2030 and 2050 now moving into, they would love to have everybody not have a car. Guess what else? They want to start limiting how much meat we eat. And, and the real highest target, it's saying, the best thing would be if we don't eat meat at all, like if we never have meat. You know, all kinds of crazy nuttiness. Uh, I, don't, I don't want Bill Gates. Now, I know Bill Gates is working hard for all of us, isn't he? Uh, buying up all that farmland and all that. This is so thoughtful. Um, and also, he has labs that is, you know, they're growing meat. It's this artificial meat. So we don't have to kill cows anymore. Hey, we don't even need cows. We'll just slaughter them all. <laughs> Who needs steak? And so when you've got this, this lab meat, and I don't know if he's going to process it in little cans like Spam or whatever, and I don't know who's going to buy that crap because it sounds disgusting and really gross. Um, and then, of course, we've got, I think it's in Ontario, the, the largest cricket factory or whatever. Like, they are grinding up little crickets into dust and putting them in our stuff. And let me tell you, you don't have to go too far into your grocery store before you will find. And we, we, we told you the name before, and it kind of escapes me right now. It, um, it's the color, like they kind of put it like, oh, it's this added coloring, you know, and it's, it's cricket legs, it's cricket backs and cricket heads all ground up into dust. And they're, they're putting it in stuff and you don't even know you're eating it because they, they call they don't call it crickets. They don't have, you know, on ingredients at the, the bottom of everything that you read. Um, you don't, it doesn't say crickets and beetles. 
No, it's they're really sneaky about it. So just letting you know, you need to pay attention and you can Google it. You can ask chat GPT that shall tell you everything uh, about what's going on there. Also, so I've had um, some real uh, kickback. You know, we've been talking about this, uh, this Israel event and I've really been honest with you and laid out for you my concern that Hamas, Hezbollah, these terrorist organizations, the fact that Hamas was so bold in going in October 7th, raping, pillaging, cutting a woman's stomach, there is video, there are pictures. You can watch the Hamas videos if you'd like to. It was shot from their own body cams. They ripped open a woman's body and then shoved a knife into the unborn baby. They cut off children's legs. They cut off little girl's fingers and then they killed them. They tied up a group of young boys and lit them on fire. If, if they could be so bold as to go against Israel and people are calling for this ceasefire, you know what? There was a ceasefire. There's been a long-standing ceasefire. In 2005, when Israel gave Gaza to the Palestinians, they removed every Jew, including every Jewish grave, and they gave them Gaza. In subsequent talks, they offered them 95 to 97% of the West Bank as a two-state two solution. No, they didn't want that. They would have been Gaza and the West Bank. And so at every turn, there has not been peace. And so I stand with those who have been horrendously, viciously assaulted. And I don't want any Hamas or Hezbollah people left alive. That's my feeling. Do you know why? Because I love my family. Because I love the people that are peaceful. And I put myself with empathy, empathy, something that we're losing. I see a loss of empathy. And it, it's staggering. If someone didn't support us, let's say British Columbia got attacked by... Prince Edward Island, okay? And uh, good wow. people over there. I know, they're really good, but it's a small place. Prince Edward Island is the size of Barnstable. I know, <laughs> the smallest province. Okay, so, but let's say we got attacked by vicious, you know, the Crips, the Bloods, all right, from Prince Edward Island. They come in, and we know that they can get here anytime, and their leaders, like Hamas, have sworn to the to the destruction and death of every Jew. That's what they've said. They've said it out loud. I'm not making this up. We've showed the clips. Hamas leaders, they are out for the decimation of every Jew. Here's what you'll never hear Netanyahu say, that he's out to kill all the Palestinians. He's not. Netanyahu wants to destroy the terrorists, rescue the Palestinians. That's why they gave them time to remove themselves. They gave them time 
they they spread all of those um, those little papers all over. They drop them out of a out of a a plane and let everyone know how to get out. And Hamas blocked them from leaving. Hamas wanted the Palestinians to stay. Why? Because they love to use human shields. So what's happened recently? Israel gets blamed for the bombing of the hospital, which never got bombed. Immediately, there, there's some sort of disruption. There is a bomb that, that hits them. It was from a Palestinian, well, it was from the Islamic Al-Qasa or something group. Uh, their, their stuff always misfires. It's just terrible equipment, sad. So it misfires, it hits the parking lot actually of the hospital because let me tell you something, if Israel wanted to bomb the hospital, it'd be done in one effort because they have extremely good equipment. So immediately when this false bomb hits the parking lot, immediately Hamas, oh, you, you know, Israel just bombed our hospital, 500 people are dead. Actually, no, nobody really died in your misfiring. It hit the parking lot. So they lie immediately. It goes out over all of the news uh, places that Israel's hitting the, hit, hit the hospital. And then it's never taken back. They never, they never tell the truth. They, you know, and if they do, it's you know, in small writing. Oh, yeah, by the way, it was just a misfiring. Nobody died. And the propaganda against Israel continues. So people have been saying that Netanyahu... Uh, you know, he's just like, uh, you know, a, a war criminal, and they've sent all these things out. One, someone did send me, um, well, spoke to me today and said, well, Netanyahu has said um, that, that the USA is dogs and likened them and said a whole bunch of terrible things about the USA. And I said, well, it doesn't sound like something that you would say about your greatest ally and that this was said back in the 1960s or something. Doesn't like, sound like something you would say, um, well, there's no video of it, and apparently it got reported by so-and-so who reported it to so-and-so, and there's no evidence or proof of any of it. And Netanyahu has repeatedly, anytime I've ever seen him, he's very thankful because people are supportive of the tiny little land of Israel. Could I see that map, JT? Is there any chance you have that handy? Understand that Israel just wants to have a piece of the world they can call their own. A tiny little sliver on this beautiful planet that is somewhere that the Jews can live in harmony and peace and be alone. Look at all of this green. See all of that green? Okay. Well, take a look. Can you kind of focus in on a little tiny red spot there? That's Israel. I just got to say, leave them alone. Go about your business. Find another place to bomb. Go after each other. And here's inter something interesting. The Egyptians don't want the Palestinians. The Jordanians don't want the Palestinians. The, the Lebanon, Lebanon doesn't want the Palestinians. Because anytime they've tried to work with the Palestinians, there's, there's been a bit of trouble because As we, as we saw with our guests the other day, uh, the, the Palestinians, you know, 45% of them or whatever, I should get that, you know, 
um, 45% of them were in favor of Hamas, or 54%, I think. And then a higher number were even willing to say that they support all extermination of the Jews. These are the Palestinians living in Gaza. In the Gaza that they were gifted and given, and a, a peace was made with them. There's no such place as Palestine. And when in the past, an emperor, 70 AD, named it Palestine, it was named after the Philistines in order to, in order to offend the Jews who had been living there for centuries. Thousands of years. If you look in the Bible, it's all about Israel. It's, it's all about where they, they had Jerusalem, right? Parts of the Bible are in Lebanon. All Israel wants is this little tiny place. And so I've been Googling and looking into it. And whenever someone tells me about something, and you know what? Israel, um, in error, bombed a ship during the Six-Day War. It was a U.S. ship. And wars, things like this happen. Now, some people say, no, that was deliberate. They were, you know, going at, well, okay. We can have all kinds of speculation on that. All of the, all of the investigations that went into that, Israel hugely apologized. They thought that it was a different, um, you know, that it was somebody else's ship. And a grave error was made. Now, if indeed someone made a decision to deliberately do it, and there was some kind of horrendous thing that happened, I can even see that. You know, the CIA killed JFK. That's come out this year, this last year. The, the um, you know, things are are all coming to light years and years later. All the CIA agents are dead now, of course. And we find out that behind the killing of an American president was the CIA. I don't know why they don't abolish the entire FBI and CIA. We heard yesterday on our show from the J6 prisoner. He's, he's got his own home video. He doesn't commit any violence on January 6th at all. He didn't even know all that was happening. He was the other side of the building. And he's saying, okay, don't, you know, that, you know, make sure that we don't harm anyone, make sure that we don't, you know, do any damage to the building, right? And he gets put in jail for three years. He actually faced 20 years for that. And, and he's bumping the hand of the police officer who does not tell him to leave, right? And so in hindsight of a lot of things, we get more information, and with all the videos that are going out regarding January 6th, everybody knows pretty much it was a prayer fest. And uh, some people did do some bad things. And yes, maybe they should definitely face, you know, they broke windows and all of that. They showed up with no guns. There was no guns ever. So worst takeover ever. <laughs> you know, uh, they were there to take over the government. Well, they showed up with no guns. And so it's, it's just all fascinating. So I stand with what's going on. Uh, to eradicate the world of terrorists. And I am not apologizing for that. And my concern is what's going on in our streets now, people calling for the decimation of the Jews. Do you know what? Once in a while, they're tacking on the back of that is the Christians. So if it happens somewhere else, it might happen to us as well. Before we let you go, because we're going to head over to, I'm going to ask all of you that are on YouTube um, to, to head over to Rumble. But before we do that, um, 
because it's going to be important. Will you put that link into the chat? You'll see the link there. Head over because what we're going to talk about today, we want to be respectful and, uh, you know, YouTube has different rules. So some of the, some of the truths that are out there that millions and millions and millions, billions of people believe in, not allowed to share it. All right. So, um, we do have a video though, leftist and MSNBC talk show host, Joe Scarborough goes on an unhinged ramp rant about Trump wanting to, this was so bizarre, execute people. Take a look. When people go, oh, you can't compare him he to past kidding. Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time, but may very well allow him to do this time, or a judicial system that will be ignored by Donald Trump and ran over by Donald Trump to create the greatest constitutional crisis of our lifetimes. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. He's and if he is well. voted into office, then a lot of these people that are talking about literal or figurative or whatever the hell they're saying, you're gonna look like idiots uh, because he will do, he will get away with, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. <laughs> I mean, this is hysterical. They're trying to put him in prison. Remember when it was all about lock Hillary up? Oh, yeah, Hillary apparently can smash all her phones. Uh, she can destroy, you know, oodles of evidence and, and, and is absolutely criminal. Have you ever known the Clintons? Um, you know, how many people do the Clintons know that have been murdered? It's bizarre, isn't it? Personally. And then, and then they're trying to put Trump in prison and their whole thing is that Trump's going to put everyone else in prison and he's going to execute. He's going to execute people. Okay. You know what? Let's talk about this in 10 years. Let's see how well that ages. All right. I mean, some people deserve to be executed. But anyways, I mean, there has got to be a point where uh, the, the nuttiness of this whole other side, the Trump derangement is pretty hysterical. I have to say, I get a good laugh out of it all the time. They are so scared of him. Meanwhile, they're trying to bankrupt him and trying to put him in jail. So we're going to ask all of you um, to, uh, should we do that number seven? The In the United States, one small town, Michigan, was unhappy with their government and threw them out. That's a really cool one. Just before you go, take a look. There's a new government in Green Charter Township, Michigan, and they didn't waste any time changing the locks at the town hall. Yeah! Residents ousted their entire town board last night, upset after they approved plans for a massive Chinese-affiliated electric vehicle battery plant. I think they thought we were a bunch of local yokel rednecks that wouldn't do anything, and we were blessed with a crew that was very intelligent. But it's been a long journey to this point. When we first arrived in Green Charter Township last year, residents were angry. My family members fought communism, and you're bringing it right here. Everybody's entitled to, to an opinion, and guess what China's is? 
They don't like us. The township board was not answering our questions about secret deals with Chinese-affiliated company Goshen. Mr. Jernstead, my name is Brian Enton. I'm a reporter with News Nation. With News Nation, do you have a contract with Goshen involving your land? No comment. Did you sell Goshen your land? I don't know yet. Despite the backlash from what seemed like almost everyone in the town, the board moved forward with a Chinese-affiliated project. What do you make of the Chinese connection? Well, it's, it's very disturbing uh, because, for one, from the beginning, there's been a complete denial of the connection. So why here? Why do you I think? I don't know. Other than somebody must be benefiting from it. That was Corey Rebo back in April. She had no experience in politics, but ran for clerk and won last night. What can you do now to stop the Goshen Project? We just plan on making it as difficult as possible for them to continue their process. They don't even ha they don't have a site plan. They don't have permits yet. So we're just we're we're not their friend. Good for them. Isn't that exciting to see people rising up and exposing corruption, exposing some weird stuff? Like, uh, have you sold have you sold your uh, land to the Chinese? Uh, 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 no comment. You know what? You don't know. You know? <laughs> don't you want to just say no if it's a no? Don't you want to just say no? So okay, hilarious. All right. Well, um, there's all kinds of trouble in. Uh, all kinds of cities. And we're gonna let YouTube go now. Please head over the Rumble chat. Um, in the chat is the Rumble link. Head over there, okay? So Lisa Robinson um, is a proud mother of a teenager, a community activist, a published author, a neighbor, and someone who believes in giving to local charities each year. An all-round good Canadian woman. And uh, she stands up for the downtrodden, um, she's good, a good mom. She is an elected city councillor in Pickering, Ontario, and she has been under extreme fire to the point where they have actually sanctioned her salary as a single mom, and she is having to go to bat on her own and, frankly, facing some bad behavior from some of the other council members. So Lisa Robinson, we welcome you to this show. Thanks for waiting. Um, and we appreciate so much that you're willing to tell your story. And I really appreciate that you're willing to stand up because probably um, you stand to get even more fire or um, you know have this continued backlash against you and, and it's not pleasant. And people often just wanna go quiet, but you're deciding that you just need to sort of expose what's going on in this area. Hi, Laurelyn. Thank you for having me on your shoot show today. Um, yeah, um, silencing is not an option for me. You know, the more that they try and silence me, the more I decide that, uh, you know, I need to become unstoppable and start speaking even louder and letting people know the truth of what's really happening in politics at the municipal level. Well, thank you for doing that. Um, so there's a story, and I know there's a video, uh, Lisa, of you at the um, city, city, you know, meeting. I guess the city hall meeting. Would you like us to kind of play that? Did you want to set that video up a little bit? What was going on there? 
Yeah, that'd be great. It was actually at the Durham District School Board meeting that okay. um, I went to because a bunch of my constituents had reached out to me and said that they were not being heard by the school trustees with all everything that's happening with the sex ed curriculum, the SOGI, and, you know, the flying of the different flags and, you know, the um, just uh, all the secrets that they're doing behind the parents' back regarding, you know, the children's pronouns and whatnot. So being a mom myself and, of course, being in Durham, you know, I thought that I would go to a couple of these meetings and see exactly what was happening. At this particular meeting, we got uh, booted out. Everyone did in the audience. And the only reason why was because they, the parents, the guardians, everyone kept on asking questions of the school board uh, trustees, and they were refu refusing to answer any of these questions. And they also wouldn't allow the parents to talk about some of the issues. For example, one of the books, Gender Queer, you know, it has photos of uh, little boys um, doing fellatio on other little boys. And so then you have a parent standing up and talking about this, but then they're basically telling the parents to, you know, sit down, be quiet, um, that that is not proper language to be using within their council. And yet here they are allowing it in the school books for, for minors to be looking at. So it's just too crazy. You know what I mean? These are the people really that are brought in to protect kids and then you're exposing that there's something that maybe shouldn't be in uh, clearly I don't want my kids ever seeing that kind of thing no parent does it doesn't belong there just like Sesame Street says one of these things just doesn't belong here and and when you expose it you're the bad person like yeah. what's oh. wrong with these people you have to wonder well that's exactly it and I mean if you look at what's happening in Ontario as well right now is that the, the drag queen story times that they're pushing right now, what they're saying is inclusive of all, which they are really not, um, because it's not like, you know, they're reading Jack and Jill when, you know, down the hill or up the hill. They're not in these drag time story, drag queen story time. They're not reading books like that to their children. They're all being pushed towards like, you know, it's okay to be transgender. It's okay to be cross-dressing and, so really, it's not really inclusive of all. But one of the main things, too, is that here in Ontario, it's the Children's Aid Services, CAS, who is supposed to be, you know, protecting the children that, you know, are, are being protected by them. And they're the ones that are paying for these, for these drag queens to be reading to the children in, in our public libraries. Well, let's go to the video then, Lisa, and see uh, sort of uh, what transpired. I know this is a bit of a long video, but uh, we'll start at the beginning and maybe just let us know when uh, to cut out of it. Motion Down from here. council. So is there questions of the delegate? Mr. Robinson. Thank you, and through you, Mr. Mayor. Um, I guess my first question, hello there, Ms. Integrity Commissioner. Um, my first question is, um, was Councillor Brenner, Cook, or Nagy present at the DDSB board meeting on May the 15th? Uh, through the mayor, the report is self-explanatory, and I'm not prepared to 
go into the details of the investigation at this time. You can you can answer. I'm I'm sure. No, I think they the, were the answer there. is they were here. They, no, they were not. No, she never answered. She never answered. You just answered that for her. Anyway, no let's answer. let's continue, please. So okay, so the integrity commissioner could not answer that question. So she doesn't no. I know. think she made uh, her okay. her findings are in the report. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, so was um, Janice, if I may call you that, was school trustee Emma Cunningham present at the DDSB meeting on May the fifteenth, in which I spoke? Again, through the mayor, uh, Councillor Robinson, I am not going to walk you through our investigation, who was where, who did what. The report speaks for itself. I think I've spoken in great detail of our findings. It's before council. With all due respect, that is not in the report and that's very important to know as to whether or not this is hearsay or double hearsay. So, you know, it's, it's my reputation. I'm sorry, please don't roll your eyes at me. It is my reputation on the line because question, you are question. calling me transphobic and homophobic. So I would like to know, are you aware was trustee Emma Cunningham? The, the question's been posed. She didn't answer the question. She's indicated her findings are based on an investigation. Please go to the next okay. question. And regarding your investigation, did you speak to anyone um, on behalf of me in the investigation for your findings? So through the mayor, Councillor Robinson, we, we met for, um, I believe it was over two hours at the Pickering Council uh, offices. I, I don't have the date in front of me, but yes, we certainly, we've spoken, we've communicated, we've received much correspondence from you over the course of these months. And yes, indeed, we did meet face to face. So. Again, I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor, that wasn't the question. The question was, did you meet with anyone else to investigate anyone that I asked you to speak with or investigate? Um, on my side, in my defense, did you meet with anyone? You said you did a full investigation. Did that investigation include anyone that I asked you to investigate? So through the mayor, again, Councillor. You don't need to answer that. I've also indicated the role of council is, to, is not to conduct its own. It's okay, everybody. Um, but please, with all due respect, Mr. Mayor, I must assert that denying me the opportunity to ask these questions and to receive adequate answers is an unjust act, particularly considering the potential consequences. Please, nobody applaud until we're done because I want to make sure that you guys are all here. Um, particularly considering that the potential consequences of these questions and the imposed sanctions, such as actions that may render me unable to fulfill my financial obligations, including housing and food for my family, I kindly request that your understanding and flexibility in granting me this latitude to address these concerns today. This is really, really important. I think that, you know, if an investigation, please, just a moment. I Council, believe that if there is Council, an investigation. Sir, I'm the chair. Please. I'm the chair. I'm trying to be respectful. I understand the emotion attached to this. I completely understand it. I'm going to give you the leeway to ask the questions. Thank I do you. not, however, want you to enter into debate with the integrity commissioner. If you have questions of clarity of her findings, uh, please pose those questions. Uh, 
We are not, as counselors, uh, posed with the responsibility of doing our own investigation. So I'm giving you the latitude to pose your questions to the Integrity Commissioner, and I want you to do it in a respectful manner, which you've been doing up to now. So please continue. So, Miss Integrity Commissioner, you mentioned that with the Universal Change Room, that there were no complaints that were brought forward immediately, and that I had brought my notice of motion on the May 1st regarding these two girls being minors and being followed into the Universal Change Room by a male member, and you seem to think that this is somehow transphobic and homophobic. I told you who you could speak to who asked me to bring this motion forward, um, and her name was Janice Frampton. She was a mayoral candidate running in the previous election. And on May the 1st, when we were sitting here in council chambers, her, she came up to me with another person who is here tonight and asked me to bring forward this because there was a school swim meet that was going on and it was witnessed by the coach. These two girls went into the change room, the universal change room, followed by a male member. You did not do your investigation and speak to them because you are still bringing it up and I am up as being transphobic and homophobic for bringing forward a motion that a constituent has asked me to bring forward in which you did not properly investigate. Councillor, we're, we're, we've gone into the debate mm. now. Please okay. continue with your question. So, so Lee, uh, does the whole thing kind of go like that? Like you're trying to get to the bottom, you're asking very logical questions. Um, what, First of all, let me just say, what do you want to say after watching that? I just can't even stomach it. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't stomach it either. And I guess to put it in perspective, I thought you were going to throw uh, play the other video first, which uh, showed what my three motions were. So for people to understand, I was trying to bring forward three, dra uh, three motions and they were still in the draft um, planning stages. One of them had to do with what you were just hearing right now about our um, Chestnut Hill Recreation Center. Over COVID, they decided that they were going to revamp the change rooms in the center. And so there is a washroom change room that is available for biological women who are over the age of 18, but they need to be members. There is also a biological male washroom change room um, but again, you have to be a male over the age of 18 and you have to be a member. And then there's the universal change room and the universal change room collects everybody else. So whether you're a, a member under the age of 18, a boy or a girl, you have to go, you're forced to use that universal change room. If you're a guest for the day, um, you, you have to use the universal change room regardless of your age. So I was trying to bring forward a motion that would say, you know, every boy, girl, man, and woman should be able to have a choice whether to go to a biological bathroom or to use the universal change room that would be inclusive of all genders and of families. And so three of the members that you see sitting up there, they were trying to make it seem like that 
I was trying to get rid of the universal change room, which is a complete out and out lie, because if you play the other video, you you hear in my own words, I'm saying and keep the universal change room to be inclusive of all. Um, with the universal change room as well, if you go further into that video, I actually asked the integrity commissioner, I say, have you ever even been to the recreation center to the change room that we're speaking about? And of course, that was another question that she could not answer. And so I decided, you know, I would point that out. And I said, you know what? I, as a grown woman, I'm able to crawl under the change room stall and I'm able to go over the change room stall. So clearly, you know, it is not a safe place for anyone. And if you look at the news that's going on everywhere here, even in Toronto at one of the universities, you know, a guy was just arrested for voyeurism because he was sitting there filming women in the showers. We're seeing rapes of 15 year olds in, in change rooms from men, you know, uh, pretending to be women and going in there and, and raping people. So that is the background of that um, first draft notice of motion. And of course they were calling me transphobic and homophobic for that. Another motion that I was trying to bring forward also had to do with the flying of flags that, you know, um, being a government, um, an elected official and, you know, working for the government, we are supposed to remain neutral. Based on the 2015 Supreme Court decision, the state of neutrality, we have to remain neutral. And, you know, we were actually just forced, well, not really forced, but my own counsel um, decided to get rid of the prayer that we had at the beginning of every council meeting based on that decision. But they won't use that decision for our flags. Hmm. So my next motion had to do with that no, no specialty group flags should be flown. Only municipal, provincial, and federal flags should be flown on any government buildings, being our city halls, our libraries, and or our schools. And that was also based um, not only on the 2015 decision, but also on the town of Norwich, who about a month and a half prior, their council actually passed that. Um, so they no longer are flying any special interest flags. We also have in our own Pickering flag policy that, you know, we are actually, which we are actually in violation of, is we're not supposed to be flying any flags that have any kind of political controversy around them. We're not supposed to be flying any flags that, you know, deal with any kind of ideological beliefs as well. So again, I mean, we're also breaking our own flag policies. And then the third motion that I was trying, draft motion that I was trying to bring forward had to do with drag, drag queen story time and with pride events. And within that motion, um, my fellow counselors said that I was trying to remove all support for the LGBTQ plus community, and um, which again was untrue. I wanted to bring forward a motion that would make it age appropriate for children to attend any of the events. Because I mean, you know, you see what's happening in these uh, pride parades, you know, there's a lot of nudity that our children are being subjected to. And again, like I said, within the drag time story time, um, they're not reading books that are inclusive of all. It's pushing one agenda. It's the sexualization of our children. And I mean, it really is, it's 
to me, it's uh, it's sick what's happening. And, it's absolutely, um, it's absolutely disgusting. And it's shocking to me that when people now this is happening across North America, because we're seeing that the pedophiles are rising. And w what we're seeing is that um, people standing up in these, um, you know, especially school board meetings, parents even, right? Uh, just being, well, calling, being called terrorists, actually, in the United States of America, it's that serious. And all they are is parents saying, we don't, and they'll read out loud from a book that's read in the school and everyone says, be quiet. Oh, they don't want that out loud. But apparently nobody has the guts to protect kids from this um, absolutely disturbing, uh, their, their pictures and readings that you wouldn't want to read in front of your grandmother, you know? And in my opinion, um, all children in school should be, there should be no sexualized content in front of kids. Um, you know, I, I'm older. I, and I bet those people, that old dude sitting on your um, city council are sorry, but I'm in shock at him. So here's a guy from a generation past that seems to be giving you an awfully hard time. He's allowing your, your salary to be removed for a season, I think it's three months, is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm being gone three months. So a quarter of this year's salary is poof, gone. And gone. I didn't even get the chance to like, they didn't even- To defend yourself. Like, yeah, to defend myself. I mean, they, as you saw, like, you know, they're, they're shutting down my questions when I know that they haven't spoken to anyone because I have so much support, you know? Even the, um, uh, what is it, the security guards that were present that night, uh, they were willing to, you know, speak to the integrity commissioner, but the integrity commissioner didn't reach out to anybody at all who I asked her to. And, and, and what's even crazier is that not one person on my council, not even the mayor, contacted me beforehand to have a conversation, any kind of a dialogue, not even a text message like zero communication with me regarding these motions and, and or who asked me to bring them forward for the, from the community. So they're basically shooting the messenger and they're just trying to silence the voices. And if they silence my voice, then it's silencing all of, silencing all of my constituents' voices. And that's wow. why they're going hard at it for me. I mean, Th thank you. Thank you for standing. Yeah, I can like, see that. If, just like what you were talking about. And, you know, they have zero respect that is required for a position of people that are in leadership, in my opinion. Yeah, no, no, I can see that. What is the name of the integrity counselor? Um, the integrity commissioner, her name is Janet Atwood. Yeah, and it's called Principles Integrity, and there's two of them. There's both uh, Janet and another gentleman by the name of Jeff, and they are co-principles of Principles Integrity. That's Janet Atwood? Janet Atwood. And yes. the other guy is? Jeff, and for some reason, his name, I can't forget, I can't think of his name right now, but if you look okay. up Principles Integrity, the two of them will come up as a, uh, co-partners and, okay. and also the thing is you know when i went to janet and like you know i was showing these depictions of these pictures in these um in these children's books that are on our school shelves and that 
you know, she didn't even take any of my concerns into, she didn't even care about my concerns. She basically said, well, what about, uh, what about the handmaid's tale or what about how to kill a mockingbird? And then she continued and she called me a cis woman. So ah. I, told them, um, I told them that they are very biased and I mean, they've done many things and it shows how biased they are towards me. Mm. So the cis woman, uh, that's a dead giveaway, all these uh, new made up terms for their agenda. Um, so you were asking quite specifically if she had spoken to certain people and to your knowledge, have they spoken to those that you put forward to speak in your defense, the constituents who wanted answers? Like you were speaking as a city councillor, putting... Uh, the information forward because you were being asked about this. Yeah, I was being asked by my constituents for every single one of those draft motions that I was trying to be forward. And no, there was zero, there was zero. And I mean, when I say zero, I mean zero um, evidence to show any of this. And in fact, you know, the three counselors that went to the integrity commissioner to put in these alleged accusations of me being transphobic and homophobic, none of them were even present that evening on May 15th at the Durham District School Board in which I spoke. Same with the school trustee, who was a very close friend of my three fellow counselors. Um, she also was not present. So the integrity commissioner's report is based completely on double hearsay, her own personal opinion and her own personal views. That's it. Wow. Can you can you confirm for me what you were saying about the bathrooms? So uh, from what I heard you say, um, and I, I want to clarify this, is that in order to use the men's or women's bathroom, you have to be over 18? Yes. If you want to, if you're female and you want to use the female only change room, you have to be a member and you have to be over the age of 18. And then that goes the same with the, the male. So if you're a man over the age of 18 and you're a member, then you can use the all male bathroom. Everybody else, even if you're a member, but you're a child member, you can't go in with your mom if you're under the age of 18. You actually have to go into the universal. Um, you have chamber. to? You have to. You can't even go in with, with your mother. Now your mom your could decide to go into the universal, right? Correct. You could go but the opposite way. But, but you would not be able to go with your mom into the safe bathroom where women are, not perverts, okay? Exactly. Yes. Wow. So, I know. So, I mean, it's really, really messed up. And yet, you know, here we are at City Hall, you know, um, all of us that work at City Hall, we're all allowed to use our own gender-specific washrooms. You know, we're, we're not being forced to have a man use a washroom with us or vice versa. You know, we just built a new fire station. They're not being forced to use a universal change room. You know what? They have men washrooms and women washrooms. So why is it that we are you know, doing this to the children. I mean, we're playing a lot of mental and psychological harassment on children these days. And it's, it, there is an attack on our children. Okay. I mean, this is insane. I've never heard of anything like this. I know of several recreational places. I can't say I've been there recently, but um, everyone gets to use their bathroom. Women get to use the bathroom that is assigned to their, their sex, which is their chromosome. Um, and 
you know, you have the men and the women's bathrooms. And then maybe you'll have these days, maybe you'll have like, a, you know, a, a gender, you know, for all genders bathroom. That's yeah. maybe what you have. You don't have forcing children. Like, you're sure about this? Oh, I'm, I'm dead serious about this. Yes. So all children... And anyone under 18, which is not a child, like a 17-year-old, it's not a child. So a 17-year-old could not use the women's bathroom. They would have Correct. to go to a universal bathroom. Okay, so is this recreation change room, uh, or this recreation place, is that like a government-run facility? It's a government facility? Yeah, it, it's a Pickering Recreation Center, so it's run by the city. Yes. And that, and you guys are basically in charge of this. How long has this situation with the, the children being forced to go to a universal bathroom where they could be molested, raped, and Lord knows it's happened. I, I can, yeah. we've covered it on this show. We've covered the instances. We've had people on this show who've had their children assaulted. Um, wh why, how long has this been going on in Pickering? They, they just revamped the, the recreation complex, I guess, over COVID. So I guess it was in 2022. And they said that they had sent out a survey, let's say, to the members. But, you know, I've spoken with many members and none of them received the and survey. And they never got no survey. Oh, yeah, really? No, That's no, a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Being, being, a city, being a city councilor, you know, when they send out the surveys, you know what, there's a lot of people that don't want to fill out the surveys Um one reason is because, you know, you've got to put in all your personal information. A lot of people don't want, you know, the city to have their personal information. So, I mean, you might only get 10 Then replies. you'll be called a homophobe because you didn't want the universal bathroom. Like, people are getting what's happening yeah. here, right? And they're yeah. all maybe silent, but they're not in agreement. And so here you are, a sole beautiful person. Like, what kind of people, do, do these counselors all agree that this is the optimum for the protection of their city members? Do they all agree that, that a universal bathroom is the only one that children can use? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what they seem to, because you know what, I couldn't even get any of them to second my motion, just so, you know, to second it, just so I could bring it to the floor, so we could have a debate, so we have, could have conversations, so we could hear from our constituents. No and one they would second it. Nobody would second it to bring it up for even for a debate. Not even that nice elder elderly man? Nope, not even hmm. the nice no. Tell me something. So nice. What kind what kind of people think that a bathroom that is the only place for safe private use of facilities that human beings need? has to be with all sexes mm -hmm. who I, i'm just losing my ever-loving mind right now i something's wrong something smells in denmark doesn't it um something is so wrong with our our whole north america you know you don't have this it, it makes you want to move to i don't know north korea because i bet this is not going on you know i mm. i mean what has happened to our society that we refuse to protect our most vulnerable 
does that guy want his grandchildren? Does the, does the lady sitting beside you, does the integrity commissioner, does she want her grandchild having to use a, a, a cis and uh, what, what's the other one? If you're a dude, you're cis, cis is, oh no, is cis is like you're all, you're heterosexual, I think. Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I get so confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Z and Zer. I want to be called Z, you know. Yeah. Call me by my pronouns. I know I sound and look like a woman, but I want to be referred to as a him. Or I'll mm -hmm. do what? I'll take you to court. I don't know. All these things are coming out. You know, you've got this whole new woke generation. Meanwhile, you've got all of these people that are now uh, detransitioning after transitioning into the opposite sex because they mm -hmm. found out that it's actually been a terrible thing, that their sex organs have been removed, that they are freaking out because nobody told them what this was really all about and that it didn't take away their unhappiness. It never solved their personal internal pain. And now mm -hmm. all of these detransitioners, you can see them you know, all over YouTube, all over, especially Rumble. They're, they're coming out, they're in such pain. This one beautiful young lady, she wants to be a woman again. She took the, the um, cross-sex hormones and she'll have a deep, a very deep man's voice the rest of her life. Not one person told her this is a bad idea, uh, that this won't work, that you can't just cut off your breasts and now you're a, a guy. That's not mm -hmm. it. And in the end, she goes, I want to be a woman. Now, it took her till she was 22 years old. She's suing the hell out of everybody that gave her that kind of bad advice, as well she should. And this yeah, is the problem. This is the problem that probably anyone, they would not even allow the showing of, of a video to, to go against this narrative. This, this ridiculous narrative, all these made up words, you know, where they're trying to control language. That's how we move into a very dictator, uh, you know, tyrannical society where I have to be, I have to be in line with your delusion or I'm the problem. Well, my compliance with this ends at the lack of science and nuttiness that's going on. Um, the gender clinic in the UK had to shut down they had to change everything because the doctor said the outcomes, oh, sad to say they're not working out so well. Um, once you cut off your penis, it never grows back and they ruin their sex life for life. Oh, does anyone tell a person that thinks that they should be a woman that by the way, you know, you'll never have, you'll never have the opportunity to have a great sex life with your partner. Uh, you know, it, it just, it won't happen because you just cut off the parts that do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and now like I'm taking this to a very extreme, but all of this nonsense brings us to a place where it all starts in a, like Pickering. I have friends in Pickering, you know, isn't, shouldn't someone be raising a lot of like, you know, uh, you should be backed nonstop. How can you raising this issue that is so logical that it's shocking to me that this commissioner lady and, you know, wow, she doesn't look too happy about anything. You know, you look at her face and she's like, is somebody like blackmailing you or are you under fire or what? Because she does not have a, she doesn't have the kind of face that I could trust. That's for sure. She hasn't done due diligence. She hasn't investigated or researched the people uh, or spoken to the people that have raised these concerns. And, you know, I'm guessing 
uh, I'm guessing that most people don't want, oh, I'll go to this bathroom. I'm going to go and, you know, do my thing. And yes, my little four-year-old granddaughter, you just go to that universal one, you know. And I guess they'd go in there with them. But you were saying something about how high and how low. So these are not even well privatized stalls. No, no, they are not. They're not like, you know, when you go to like, you know, these high-end restaurants where it's yeah. like, you know, floor to ceiling. No, I, I, I mean, I am a tiny person, but I can literally crawl underneath them or I can literally, you know, stand on the toilet and look over if I, if I wanted to, right. Or even climb over the stall. So it's not like they're very secure at all. Wow. Absolutely mm -hmm. shocking, Lisa. I'm so, so what's going to happen now? Are you, do you have any recourse to take these people to task for this nonsense? I do actually, but the only thing I can do is do a judicial review. Um, so that's what I've already started to doing. I've already filed the court papers for the first judicial review for the first 30 day pay suspension. And then I have till until mid December and I'll be filing for my second judicial review based on these three draft motions that I was asked to bring forward. And before you were asking about, you know, the, the people on council and, you know, even our mayor said in opposition to me that, you know, well, he has two daughters and he feels and a granddaughter who's eight now. And he says, like, you know, he feels fine with them using the universal change room. But what he fails to tell you is that both of his daughters are over the age of 20. Oh, OK. So, they're going, so you know, they're, and they wouldn't they're be not, going in there because, you know, they're not young, young women. I mean, is he having talks over dinner with them at all? Young women, typically, they don't want a universal change room. Women all over the place. This is where it's gone all completely wrong. You know, we all stare like deer in a headlight as um, our, our young daughter or granddaughter, you know, trains for years so that she can be a champion in swimming, only to go to the meet where the, some dude, right, with a penis tucked in, uh, says that he's a girl. And says that he can now race against them because guess what? He wasn't very good at competing against real men. So, so now we have men taking over women's places and all of the feminists from the 60s who burned their bras. Lord knows why you did that because now you've given it all away. Now the guys right. are still winning. Right? The guys exactly. can be a better woman than you in the Miss Universe pageant, right? Yes. It's just ridiculous. And it, 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 it does it give me cause for a great laugh once in a while. But I just yes. think the world's gone mad. Oh, it has. And I mean, you know, like, where are all these feminists now? You know, they should be screaming from the rooftops, right? And, you know, you're talking about the women's, the the sports and that, you know, my son is 14 and he has a girlfriend and you know what, they both play on the rugby team. So there's a male team and a female team, of course, in rugby, you know, there's no protection, you know, it's a very dangerous sport. Well, you know, her her team not her team but one of the female teams here just in pickering you know um just uh, about a month ago there was a man playing on the on the girls team in rugby which is a very dangerous sport and this uh 14 or 15 year old was over six feet tall and i mean he's he or she's uh, a very big person compared to like, you know, when you look at your average, like, you know, little 14, 90 pound uh, uh, girl who's playing on the team. And 
the a group of girls came up to my son and a friend of his and said, you know what, there's a man in the girls change room. Is there anything that you can do? So my son and his friend went to go find out what pronouns this person had just to, you know, make sure that this was a male. I mean, you he, he could tell, obviously, by looking at this person. But he said that. And then uh, the girls from the team that this uh, boy was playing on, they said to my to my son's friend, if you keep talking like that, you know what, we're going to hit you in the head. So my son made a complaint to the coach. But then let's see that night after school, I was getting a phone call from the vice principal because my son was trying to protect his girlfriend and the other little girls. I mean, and I said, Preston, I said, you know what? You stand up for these girls as much as you can. If they come to you for help, you will never ever be in trouble from me for standing up for these girls. You know, that's wow. like jo Josh Alexander, you know, how he oh, stood up. I was just going to say Josh right? Alexander, young, young, guy. beautiful men standing up for yep. women. And, and we're so appreciative. And millions of people love Josh now, millions across. He's become a household name because he just thought in a Catholic school that that the girls who did not want and were complaining, you know, gosh, like there's a guy coming into my bathroom. And they don't want to say anything because everyone's so afraid. Oh, I'll be a homophobe. You know, it's so dumb. Call me anything you want. Just get the boys out of the girls' private spaces. Do whatever yeah. you need to do, everyone, to stand up. And, and Canadians are too silent. And I'm sorry. You know, I hope that you can get some people behind you that will actually rally for you. I heard you telling people not to clap. What, what were you? Were those on their side or your side? No, they they were on my side, and uh, the mayor That's ended awesome. up um, the the mayor ended up kicking everybody out of our council meeting as well because everybody was applauding for me <laughs> and for everybody that was, and everybody else that was speaking up on my behalf at that time. Uh, of course so they are. Of course well. they're on your side. Yeah. This is the whole world's on their side. Everyone watching this is actually wondering what's wrong with your city council. That's what they're doing. They're going, what kind of freaks don't understand the protection of children? Like, do you want to be going pee in a stall next to the dudes? You don't actually. You know what I mean? No. Like, no. nobody wants this. What are you no. doing? You know, I don't want just to blowing my mind. Yeah, I don't want to be in a stall next to the mayor or next to one of my fellow colleagues, like, you know, after lunch or something, you know, it's like, no, no, that's not what I want. So, but yeah, I mean, we have our own private bathrooms, we do, right? So yeah. I don't know, that's like, you know, that whole entire privilege of being a politician and like, you know, basically, if I can say it, screw everybody else in your privacy, but that's the way that I feel right now, right? It's, it it's it is stunning. Yeah, I'm I'm really embarrassed. Leaders. Like they should be embarrassed for what they're looking like, because mm -hmm. I'm I'm asking everyone to share this video. This has been a great discussion. Share, share, share. Tell the world. Let everyone you know in Pickering send this to send this to your friends because you know I am not sure if this is the norm now happening with these, um, these recreational facilities in each town, is this sort of like, is this the way that we're going? Because the only way this would happen is the silence of good people because we're not in favor of it. 
And yeah. we think that that city councilors who think it's okay, we, we think you're, you're weird and something's wrong with you and you're not protecting kids. Like we yeah. just, we think something's wrong. And uh, it's just buying into this whole nonsense. And you're the one person standing up and you, you get your three months of your pay. And as I understand it, you're a single mom making her way. You've, so you've had some hardship, obviously, and, and you do your best and you've been putting your name forward and you're standing for your country, your town, your city, being a good citizen. And then you're doing what you were actually elected to do. You are bringing the complaints of the citizenry to the, the people on the city council board and you're getting smacked down for it. And I understand, I think that they leveled some things about you being sarcastic or uh, different things like that. Um, I, I've, you know, in, in my opinion, none, none of that uh, matters. We do have free speech in this country. If you wanna be sarcastic or a little bit funny, I mean, you know, I should probably be in jail by now if that's illegal because uh, I just speak my mind because guess what I am? I am Canadian. And when I sing the anthem, God keep our land glorious and free, it's because I believe in freedom. It's because I believe that I'm able to stand up for my principles. So now you're removing prayer from schools. You remember this all, everybody. You removed all the good stuff. Don't want to have a Ten Commandments, you know, poster up in your school. God forbid. Oh, but we can have... We can have the flags. You know what? You want to put a flag up? You put the flag up of some of our patriot veterans that fought for our country for the freedom that you now have, apparently, and you're using to promote a, a small group. Listen, we have a big problem because a whole bunch of people are checking out of our schools in, in, um, in uh, British Columbia. An entire group of Sikhs are removing their kids. Mm -hmm. your, your city councillors, they're not being respectful. They're not being respectful of the Sikhs, the Muslims, the Jews, and mm -hmm. the Christians, and the yeah. atheists who don't buy into the gender nonsense. They are not respectful. They're respectful of a tiny percentage that is uh, very loud and somehow, somehow seems to get power. Mm -hmm. It's very odd, isn't it? I mean... It is, you know, and our council, you know, most of the people on our council are very close friends with these school board trustees and with the members of PFLAG, which are the ones that are running the show for transgender out this way and, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. So every time we go to events and that, you know, you see the mayor going over and hugging them or you see our councillors or, you know, Oh my goodness, they were even at uh, one of the counselors' weddings just a, a couple of weeks ago. So that's what I'm up against. You know, they're all friends. And then you have me standing there and uh, being the only person that's standing up and, and fighting for this. You know, I speak with the Muslim community on on a lot. You know, I go Good there for and you. I speak. Yeah, I speak with them and everything else. And you know, they actually made an application a couple of months ago because they want to build a bigger school that's going to be just for Muslims because they too do not like what's happening here. I know. You know? So, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. And, you know, the schools out here in Durham as well, they're talking about in all the schools, making them all co-ed bathrooms like this, universal bathrooms in the, in the schools. 
So, which is also concerning. And then, you know, what? you have our premier who made an announcement just uh, a few months ago, there was an article in the paper where, you know, he is saying that all women deserve to have their own female bathrooms on construction sites. So again, you know, we're protecting all women. Normally, you know, you're going to be over the age of 18 if you're if you're in the workforce, at least. So we're protecting all the women. They're like, you know, over the age of 18. But anyone who's under the age of 18, whether if you're a child or whatnot, I mean, there's zero protection for you. And then I'm not also unsure if you are aware that, you know, there was also talk about lowering the age of consent down to the age of 12. Wow. I, I just want to ask you, um, what kind of, JT's having a little bit of problems because there's a terrorist attack somewhere and we're going to feature that in just a moment, but <laughs> yeah, the buttons there. sorry about that. Tell, tell me something, right. Lisa, what, what kind of person as an adult thinks that you should lower the consent of children to be in sexual activity? What, what kind of a, a person really thinks that's good well, you know we just yeah. won't answer it here but yeah. everyone watching knows and we think that you're all weird if you're the kind of person that thinks that little boys and little girls want to go to the same bathroom that's mm -hmm. really bad planning for your bathrooms and if you have a bathroom for women why are you not letting people under the age of 18 use them what kind of people want little kids segregated into a universal bathroom area. I'm just asking, just asking. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. Yeah. I, as yeah. a parent, would not want my kid going into a place like that. And I can't see that many do. It's yeah. disturbing. So it's Lisa, disturbing. Yeah. we want to yeah keep track of everything that's going on with you. Um, I think that you have a give, send, go that you're using so that you can uh, take care of some issues in order to... Um, have this, uh, you know, ha have your life not go completely apart while you're, you're being sanctioned. And I, is there, is there a way that you can get your salary restored by any means if you're found um, to be in the right? Well, I guess once I'm found to be in the right, then um, I will have to file another lawsuit to, you know, um, for, for that and any damage that they have caused towards me during this time, which as you can see is a lot, you know, <laughs> there's an awful lot of damage that's happening right now. So it's yeah, crazy. I mean, I will definitely be, be searching for that. Okay. Where can people follow you to get updates on your case? Uh, are you on Twitter or? I am on Twitter. It's life, Liberty, Lisa. Nice. Yeah. And, yeah at life liberty lisa and um yeah um i'll have a website that will be up very very soon which will well, be um, good uh, yeah it's going to be uh politics with lisa i believe and then my email my email account is uh life liberty and lisa a n d spelt out so if anybody wants to send me an email or an encouragement or want to know the um, the information so they can send a letter to my counsel or to the integrity commissioner, you know, I'd be more than happy to give that to them. The last time, um, if you were to show, which I'm hoping maybe you can play it on another segment, but where I'm outside speaking at the DDSB meeting about these three motions, 
the uh, the three counselors in the school trustee that put in the the complaint against me to the integrity commissioner um because of when i was out there speaking to the people that were there and i was encouraging them to get out speak with your um your city councillors get out there call your mps call your mpps they actually said that um in their alleged complaint against me that i was trying to incite a riot um, as it like, you know, we've heard those words before, but yes, because I was asking people to reach out to their counselors, MPs and MPPs, I was trying to incite a riot to our chambers. Yes. You know, it's always about, uh, you're, you're just so violent, you know, for wanting to protect kids and somehow the people that think it's okay to put little kids in a bathroom all by themselves, you know, with mm -hmm. genders and put them at risk. Yeah. They're, they're the good people. Yeah. They're the good right. people. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, the, the whole entire thing they're saying too is like, you know, well, you know, nothing's happened so far, you know, and nobody has come to us with like, you know, a serious complaint that needs to be investigated. Oh, so it doesn't, you know, oh, okay, so, so we have to wait for someone happen. to be hurt. We have to wait for a little girl to be molested in order to go, oh, you know what? You were right. Oh, here's your money back. Cause you know what? Actually, Lisa turned out to be kind of on the ball about all of that. You know, I mean, no, you just protect people. It's common sense. It's embarrassing enough that we have to use bathrooms, you know, let alone you have to go in and you're surrounded by little boys or, you know, you're a 16, 17 year old girl with all the you know, things that go on with women's biology and you got to be in there in, in with, you know, it's not very tall and not, and boys, I mean, the voyeurism that's increasing and, you know, there's all kinds of stories about this. You're not outside of the realm of, of needed protection for, for kids because of what's happening. It's horrible. We have, there have been cases of girls being filmed in bathrooms right? It gets released on the internet. Um, one girl committed suicide in the United States of America. Like this isn't, it isn't okay. You, you just don't do this. Have, I mean, I think you should have full stalls everywhere. That should just be like, we're in the modern day world for Pete's sake. We're not a third mm -hmm. world country. What is the problem? What kind of people think that the universal bathroom is okay? The cisgenders? Is that who thinks mm -hmm. it's okay? Because it's not us. All right. No, it's definitely not us. <laughs> it's not us. And I ain't no. no cisgender, and I don't even know what that means. I don't like made-up words. So um, mm -hmm. all of it, this is just really crazy. So thank you, Lisa. We're going to follow you at Life, Liberty, Lisa. There's Life, Liberty, and Levine in the States, but you're yes. Life, Liberty, Lisa. All right. Okay. But, you know, I'm also, I'm also a, a paralegal, just uh, quickly. Um, I went and decided to go back to school because I had seen the corruption that was going on in politics. So I'd actually decided to go and get my paralegal degree. And then once COVID hit, um, I graduated, but I had to do, I was the first class that ever had to write their law society exam over uh, like Zoom, right? Online. And then once that happened, you know, I, uh, I started working for free for people, everyone that was uh, losing their jobs because of the 
you know, the mandates that were being imposed on them and whatnot. So I started working for free and, you know, I was going through the charter of rights an awful lot. And there's like, you know, section seven is life, liberty and uh, security of a person. And then, yes, I did see life, liberty and Levin. And I thought life, liberty, Elisa, it is. That's who I want to be. I like it. It's so fitting. Thank you so much, Lisa. Stand strong, stay strong, and uh, we'll be following what's going on. Um, Great. Bizarro world. That's all I can say. Thank you. Millions of people are on your side. Millions. Millions of people are on your side. Every Sikh, every Muslim, every Jew, every Christian, every atheist with integrity and with uh, a common sense approach to protecting kids is on your side. So take care, Lisa. Have a great day. Thank you. And thank you so much for speaking the truth. We all love you too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank okay. you. My pleasure. Um, whew, that is absolutely shocking. I could just go on and on about that. That, that is just nuts. That just makes my, uh, that just makes my blood boil that it's so hard to understand, um, <laughs> that, that the protection of kids is important. So is there something going on? I do have a share now, JT. Big explosion at the individual ones. Okay, yep. All right. Do you have this? So there's some kind of big explosion occurred at Niagara Falls on the U.S.-Canada border at Rainbow Bridge. All four international border crossings between the United States and Canada in western New York are now closed. Apparently, a vehicle containing an unknown number of people and contents exploded. It's unclear if this was a terrorist attack. Okay. So this is a picture of... Okay. Okay, so, so this is just a picture. Yeah. All right, and wow. So this has just happened, everyone. Niagara Falls on the U.S.-Canada border at Rainbow Bridge. This has just happened. Wow. So it's right at the border. Um, I don't know who could survive that. Okay. Are we seeing any news uh, and any more news on it? Literally just happened. Um, wow. Okay. So another, um, I mean, there's a bit of good news, isn't there, JT, that, um, that there's a populist dude who's just won, right? Um, and do I have the link for that? This is the kind of stuff we have uh, our producer, Aaron, who says, yeah, you know, we can take out all that stuff where you're like, this and this happened. Um, and and we're like do, doing a live thing. Okay, sorry, everyone. Good news. Um, a, a fellow, so here it is, uh, share. So this guy... Um, right now I'm trying to find where it is. Okay. So this is in the Netherlands, the populist anti-immigration 
PVV, led by Geert Wilders, has won the election in a landslide. Do you all wonder when that could happen for Canada? Where we could have some common sense happening? Because, you know, this is great. This is great. And we were just... There's another link to the, with him, okay. So Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria are all Israel, the home, uh, not that one, right? Yeah. Oh, that is it? Oh, That's him. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, good stuff, JT. So this is, uh, well, Dr. Eli David is sharing gear Wilders. He just won, and he says Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria are all Israel. The homeland of the Palestinian people is the kingdom of Jordan. Okay. Oh, let the games begin, eh? So he just won in a landslide. And, I mean, the only person that is like that in Canada is Maxime Bernier. And I have been um, supporting him since 2019 when I was, well, it was 2018 when I was disallowed to put my name forward for the Conservative Party of Canada because I stood against uh, this gender nonsense being taught to kids in kindergarten and, and up telling them that they can, you know, change their genders. And the Conservative Party of Canada refused to run me because they wouldn't stand. And Maxime Bernier did, and he took the heat for it. And I think that, you know, we've been under fire ever since for all of the things that he stands for. So he's for, you know, lowering immigration and having very safe immigration. Um, he talks a lot about it on his uh, Twitter page as well. And I think he was just even, um, he was putting stuff out about this just the other day. Uh, talks a bit about the shots. Uh, the shots were neither safe nor effective. Governments knew about it and lied to us. And he's absolutely right. It is, it is all coming out, you know? Um, so he was just recently writing about the uh, issues of immigration that he's been highlighting for several years. So, yeah, I don't have it handy. All right, I'm having fun. Um, so here we are doing live television, and that's how it gets to be now. So let's keep an eye. I'm sure you'll keep an eye on that while we just go through a couple of other th things. Um, so Dr. Bonnie Henry. Um, oh, right, right. Do you know what? We can do it on the next show then. We'll save it. All right, everyone. Um, we've got to go. We've got um, another interview that we have to do, and you will get to see that very, very soon. Um, sometimes people can't just, they don't, they can't line up their times for the live show. So we have them on at a different time. My website is lauralyn.tv. <clears throat> Thank you for your support. If you love it, if you think that the, um, the voice that you hear here, the, the voice as in the voices, the message, the agenda, the stand, uh, for freedom and for common sense, if, if that resonates with your soul, please go to lauralyn.tv. Check out our page. You can always see where all of our interviews are. If you ever haven't seen me for a while and you wonder, like, you're, yeah, I'm missing on your regular platform, lauralyn.tv. I'm on a TV. Lauralyn, uh, go and find me, and you'll be able to see that there. And if, if, if it stirs your heart enough to become a donor 
that would be wonderful. And um, we do offer income tax receipts because we look at modern day news through a biblical lens. And so we appreciate that you support us because we are not upheld by any huge organization. Every day we go, oh, I hope, I hope we can make it through. And some of you have been so very, very kind to us, and we appreciate that. And it has been a little bit tough lately because of the Israel-Palestine conflict and uh, some people hurling some insults and going after me, literally targeting me online. And, you know, it's uh, I'm, I'm good with it because God's on my side. That's how I live. That's how I believe is that God is with me. So I'll leave you with that. I want to um, invite you to listen with me for just a moment to a few words of wisdom from the word of God. Um, I'm going to go to the book of James, Hebrews, James. And I love this uh, book mainly because it informs us about the tongue, how important our tongue is, what we speak, what we say is very important. Um, get this. So James 1 verse 9, it says, Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wildflower, you know, it's just bringing to light the fact that whether you got a lot of money or a little bit of money, at the end of all of this earthly experience, we end up in one place where your money doesn't mean a thing. The only thing that will matter, one breath past this life, will be how you lived, how you loved, how, how you informed how you stood for what was right. That's it, not your wealth. So with your wealth, do your best with it. Cause I'm not against uh, having wealth. I, I never have been. Um, I think it's, I think if God blesses you, I hope that you're blessed to be a blessing to others. I think if you're struggling right now, you need to know that the word of God says financially that God will it, you know, it says, prove me now herewith, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that you will not be able to contain it. The storehouses of your soul and, and your monetary life, God will meet every need. And he says, prove me in this regard. But here's the stipulation. He says, make sure that you are a person who is generous, that you tithe, that you have offerings, that you give to others because when you are generous and you give to others, God will be generous to you. He'll be generous to you. Okay. What else does it say? For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. It's blossom falls and the beauty is destroyed in the same way. The rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Usually you get, you get wealthy through the business. Don't stop doing it. It's okay. But at the end of all of this, your riches will not save you. Your wealth, it will not bring a better outcome for, for your eternity. That rests solely on your receiving Jesus. Jesus, who will not reject you, 
You might reject him, but he will not reject you. Jesus, who will stand by you, who will be with you in the fire of adversity, who will walk with you through the valley of the shadow of death. God is faithful. The word says, though you as human beings are unfaithful, God will not be unfaithful. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test. Are you in a trial? Are you going to persevere? You're not giving up, right? You're not going to just blame anyone or blame God. You're going to trust God and you're going to persevere because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Isn't that amazing? See you tomorrow. God bless. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.